Hi, this is Maria. And this is Shane. Welcome to our first podcast. I want to tell you a story. We'll see how it goes. About all the glory. We're going to start off with setting the stage of the summer of 1986. So You, you can say that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you want me to say that? So, yeah. yeah, the summer of 1986. Or maybe I should, and then you go on, because then it, my voice will, it'll be, I don't know. Go on. So Sorry. Complicated. So complicated. Okay. Let's okay. set the stage for the summer of 1986. Okay. Yeah, the summer of 1986. So I was like a big MTV head along with the entire nation. But I was too. You're part of the entire nation, probably. I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I my guess. Yeah. So, right. So, yeah, everyone loved MTV. It was so new and so amazing to watch all the rock stars and what they did and the interviews and the new songs. And at the time, it was like, you know, Motley Crue was huge. Cinderella. Oh, yeah. Bon Jovi. Cinderella. Oh, yeah. Rat. Mm-hmm. Poison. Mm-hmm. Poison, right. Yeah. yeah. All that kind of stuff was just. Just really hitting hard. All those big hair bands, all the bands that, that had their hair about six inches up with she the. She almost said six feet. I heard her. Did, well, the, some of them were <laughs> 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 true. Yeah. So, yeah, it was all, it, the hair was definitely, it wasn't hanging in the face. It was straight up. And um, sometimes in the face. Later, it kind of started kind of hanging Falling, in the yeah. face. Yeah. After it became six feet, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of Aquanet, Super Extra Hold. That's the uh, white and pink can, if you guys uh, want to do oh, your Oh, how history. do you know that, Shane? Someone told me once. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. I've never actually <laughs> used that product. Oh, you have, too. You've had many bottles of <laughs> I've never had the giant extended, you know, super giant cans of that. that no, I have no idea what that is. Or the eyeliner. Or the... Eyeliner? Uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I barely would use, like, a little bit of rouge and maybe a rouge. little... Lipstick. How old are you? Rouge. I'm pretty old. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. My grandmother used to call it rouge. I think that's where I learned to learn that's what it was called was from my grandma. Yeah. They call it nowadays like blush. <laughs> blush, huh? Okay. Rouge. Okay. Maybe they'd call it rouge somewhere. I just did I my just grandmother like, called it rouge and I've never heard anybody else say that. What about like Molon Rouge? <laughs> I don't Okay. Isn't that, what's that? Isn't that what they're Moulin, talking about? Moulin, Moulin Rouge yeah. is like a um, a club in France. I think it's France, or is it England? That no, have Paris. all the da- all the dancers. That's yeah. not a yeah. like a thing you put on your face. No, I thought well, you put dancers on your face. Am I wrong uh, with this? <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, Should I turn that all around. I, 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 I fed okay. you that. Wow, I didn't see it coming because yeah. uh-huh. I just didn't go there. I you know, still when they're on your face. You can you can sometimes see it coming, sometimes not. Oh. My gosh! All Lord. I could think of was my grandmother. You just took me somewhere. Wait a minute! Because my grandma. How can I be talking about dancers and you're talking about grandma? Because the word rouge. Oh. My oh. Italian grandmother mm. used to. Say. Jeez. See, I'm trying to make this thing kind of go a certain way oh with my the goodness. MTV, you know, video vixen we and all that. We went totally off. Okay, you, we and didn't set Maria. the stage very well, did we? Well, I, th- I was. Trying to do what I could there. I don't know. You were somehow talking about grandmas. I don't really understand how grandmas have anything to do with what the summer of 86. 
Oh, God. Yeah. Okay, well... Um... All right, well, we're going to try to start this over, folks. <laughs> so, so the summer of 86, right? We're talking about MTV. We're talking about Motley Crue and... Hair metal. <laughs> I'm still, like, can't get over my grandmother and Moulin Rouge. Um... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it's... Okay, I got to get it together. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Um... So the summer of 86, right? So stuff like Motley Crue and Poison. And, and over-the-top stage performances, spandex, studs, uh, chains, leather jackets. Bandanas. Yeah, guys that dressed up like girls. They wore lipstick and just like they were trying to be pretty, I guess. And, and girls boots. liked it. Girls liked that at That's that time. Guys, if you, here's the deal. With, with a guy, you'll do whatever, whatever a girl likes. You'll pretty much do it. So... It's not that the guys wanted to dress up like that. It's just like the girls wanted them to. Yeah, we liked it. Yeah. Yeah, there was something where it's just like, and I just know for a fact that, you know, even from the time I started doing that, which, you know, I was probably about, uh, when I was 16, I I was into like leather and studs. But by the time I was 18, it was was all lace and feminine stuff like that. Yeah, he was wearing his mom's lingerie. And then I find out later, his mom didn't wear lingerie. So I said, hey. My mom, my mom just for some reason would say that because she thought it was funny, but um, yeah, I'm and, like, hey, then how'd you get this lingerie, Shane? How did you get that lingerie? I I purchased that lingerie. So you went into the lingerie women's store and yeah. said, "Can I try this on?" Yeah. Back in the '80s. Yeah, and since it was the '80s, guess what? The female sales representatives, yeah, loved it. They did. They freaking okay. loved it. They were like, "Oh my god, I don't think you can use the." Uh, the dressing room. I don't think that's allowed. It's like okay, I'll just I'll just do, I'll put it on right here and make sure oh, it fits. No. Yeah, they love that stuff. Wow. Nowadays, I think because we live in LA, is kind of just mainstream. Well, I mean, like, when we finally got out here, it, yeah, like all the things we used to shock people with in the Midwest. I mean, out here it was just was like not shocking. People didn't here. even pay attention. They didn't even notice it. So that was. Yeah, there was a whole street. Santa Monica Boulevard was filled <laughs> with clothes that were women's clothes, but bigger sizes for men. Yeah. We got some, yeah, some white boots, women's white boots yeah. at the men's store mm-hmm. on Santa Monica Boulevard. Okay, we are so off. I'm not even sure what store that was about a men's I, store or women's store. I don't think that even existed. Oh. It was just at the boot store. But they were just... Or the shoe yeah. store, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Women's clothes in yeah. very large sizes. So, yeah. We so, are all over the place, but it, but, it could be kind of interesting. But you know. know what? It, it is the times, our times, what our world was then. Now, he was in a touring rock band... With all that stuff going on, I <laughs> and I was in a ballet company. The, it seems like the complete opposite. It seems like it, but we, as we yeah. found out, there's a lot more in common than we initially thought. But yeah. first time I saw her, especially, I thought, "Wow, we, I have nothing in common with her." You thought I was a stuck-up bitch, sorta. Yeah, because the I, way I, I, I held I myself. Used words of that no. that nature, oh, but she word. seemed pretty uptight. Oh, uptight. Yeah, uptight and in white. Ooh. Uptight and white. White, wow. uptight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you, so that was true. Yeah. yeah. So I was in a ballet company, which in a ballet company, it takes a lot of, of your time, your dedication, your, uh, your, my whole life was how I was going to dance the next day, what I ate, how I slept, um, how I felt, how my body moved. Everything was surrounded the whole day about how I was going to be the next day, 
I'd stretch 30 minutes before my classes. I stretched 30 minutes after classes. We had rehearsals. We had point work. We had performances. I mean, I that, that ballet stuff, I mean, I got to see it. Um, it, it was way, it was so hard. It was like, you know, like with the music, I would rehearse, and then I'd done, you know, rehearse for hours and hours. They say, like, a musician that makes his living doing that has rehearsed for 10,000 hours. It seemed like with the ballet, you never stop. Mm, never. It, it's, no. No matter how good you are. And she was like 13 years in, you still have hours and hours of rehearsals every day. And that was only part of it. She was also going to college. Oh, yeah. I was in um, nursing school at a private Catholic college. And so that's very strict and very time consuming, too. So I very, very little personal time, but the little time I did have, I loved to go see live music. Yeah, she did. And apparently somebody, um, she had a friend at the one club that uh, that I played at, and um, he called her up and said that she should, should come on and check us out, that she might like somebody in the band. Yeah, he was like, and he never had called me up, so I thought it was um, important to go check it out. He's like, you need to go see this band. They play Pink Floyd, and I think you might like the guitar player because you should hear him play the solo on, you know, the song. What was it? Comfortably numb. We played a few Pink Floyd songs, but that oh, was you did? Okay. that was the that was the crowd pleaser there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. comfortably yeah. numb. People love that. Yeah. One. Yeah. So I was like, wow. He called me up. This must be special. So I came out, and he used to save me a place and kind of take care of me because I'd go by myself to this rock club. It was kind of like a sleazy rock bar. And I sat there and watched. And back in the day, back in the 80s, in this club, they played all week, the band, three sets a night. And so it took me about three nights in or so to get enough nerve just to walk up to Shane. Yeah, that place, we actually played six nights a week, three sets a night. Mm -hmm. And I think we started talking, I think we started playing on Tuesday, and we didn't talk till Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. But I saw her there. I saw that that pretty blonde haired girl. And truthfully, you know, you see someone that looks a little bit out of your. Um, she she looked like some rich chick to be to be honest. She looked like some you know kind of like, and I just been touring in, in Texas and I saw uh, people like that on the outskirts that you know was like you know, a little too good for me or whatever. And so I was being from the west side of Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> I was just thinking, wow, she sure is pretty, but I bet we have nothing in common. Well, I mean, I did not fit in. Everybody there, I always wanted to fit in the rock world because it seemed fun and everything. But here, everybody was in those leather, like all those outfits and their hair. And I had long, straight, blonde hair, not teased up. So I probably wore it in a bun, knowing me. Probably came after ballet. Mm-hmm. I had it in a bun. And then I had would have white. I never owned anything black. So here I had a little white sundress with white heels. I mean, I did, in a rock club, I look like a glow stick. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 kind of did. You kind of like, it looked like there was like a uh, spotlight on you <laughs> right. over there. And um, I don't know, I don't think Dennis ever said anything. I think eventually you finally came up I did. I up walked to up. me. I yeah. walked up to you and I didn't know what I was going to say. I just walked up to you and I was like, hi. And you were like, Hi. Do you want to come back to my hotel room? <laughs> like nothing else. Like, hi, do you want to come back to my hotel room? Which I thought that meant there must be a party. Because he looked like some wild guy that does drugs and drinks. And apparently ooh. she liked that kind of thing. Her ex uh, bad boy. Her boyfriend was uh was that style. 
her ex-boyfriend, her last boyfriend, or, and her first boyfriend was that yeah. way. They're all like the a, same person. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I thought, ooh, he looks like a bad boy, and he's having a party at his hotel room. And little innocent me was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so then well, we go we go to the bar, because he's like, I want to get a drink. And he goes and just orders a Coca-Cola. And I was like, okay. Usually they get, you know, the bands back then probably got free alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And so he's yeah. just ordering a Coca-Cola, I thought. Well, you had free Coca-Colas, too. Yeah, yeah, well, that's still different for back then. Everybody drank it in shots. And it was like, you know, that club was 19-cent beers and 86-cent mixed drinks. Well, that summer it was. And the yeah. next summer it would be 19-cent beers and 87-cent mixed drinks. Right. Yeah. Well so, liquor, of course. No no top top shelf stuff right. going on there. But, man, you could get loaded for cheap. Right. And you got free drinks, so he's ordering a Coke. So that was super innocent for me. And then we go back, his hotel's like next door across the street, and we go back to the hotel, and uh, there was this line of girls around the corner, and I, and we walked into his hotel. This line gets bigger and bigger every time she tells this story. <laughs> I mean, I think there might have been a couple girls hanging out. Um, just, there, there, just... There, was, there was more than four. Okay. Well, so, sometimes, you know, we would, we would have... Like sort of after party get togethers, not in my room, but but you know we multiple band members and we had our own truck and we had our own you know PA we had our own road crew so I mean we traveled pretty deep there was a lot of people on the road and so we each had I think we split hotel rooms so we between us all we had four or five different hotel rooms so we designate one of them as being the actual woman that would have the party in it because there would be parties. It was usually the road crews. Um, there was no party. It, his, that's because you were hanging out with me. Well, I don't. There I don't probably know was I, a party, but oh, you didn't I, go to it. No, that wasn't my thing. No, I I didn't do that. I was like, you know, I was very serious about my music. He and, was. We opened up the the hotel room and nothing was there. And I'm like, where's the party? And he's like, I just was hot and I wanted to take a shower. I said, okay. What about those girls out there? Then he's like, well, I don't know. I mean, the one girl, you know, she gave me a blank <laughs> blank yesterday. I didn't like, get into it that quick. I tried to, you know, it's just like, look, it's like, I don't the know. The other girl did, I did a bloop bloop with, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> and so I thought that was very interesting. Some of those girls had cookies and casseroles to, to bring to him. I did not invite those girls. Doesn't matter. There was this, but I, what I liked about. I invited you. Well, I did not invite sweet. them, and I just walked past them. I felt. A little like, oh, because I knew who they were. I'd seen them before. I know. Well, I don't know this. I'm just you know, innocently going to a party that there was no party. They may or may not have been naked the last time I saw them. I'm not, I'm not going to say that. But, I, I, you know, I did not oh invite them to a different city. <laughs> you know. Oh, they're from out of town. No, no, the one girl was the bartender from the Toy Tiger. No, so mm-hmm. I don't know if I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I remember. I may or may not have met her before I met you. <laughs> But, again, I did not invite anyone over to the hotel room. And I was just talking. You know, I wasn't, like, trying to get say anything or another. I was just, I had a plan. I was leaving the club. By the way, when you leave the club in Louisville, Kentucky, which was different than any place in the country I played at that point, where I, and I played a lot of different places. But And I'd been to New York. I'd been to, to all the way down in Tampa to uh, Miami. I've been, I've been to a lot of places, San Francisco, all over the place, and they were open till four o'clock. I mean, parts of New York were like yeah. never closed, but I didn't play the play there. Um, so it was the latest place. Like, a, like a, I don't even know if we started playing 
until like 11 or 12 o'clock at night. And then you got a, um, if you had, hadn't finished your drink, they would give you a to-go cup. So you could take it in your car and drive home. Oh, my God. With, with, that's how this I grew up. So when this whole drinking, driving thing comes along, I'm just like, what? I'm telling you, Kentucky has had their own set of rules. It was like, <laughs> if you, you know, they, they actually, I don't even think they thought they were partying that hard. They were just having a drink on the way home or something. <laughs> but she's telling the truth. They, I, they go, hey, do you want one for the road? It's four o'clock in the morning, and there, and uh, I would be, and I was like, what is he talking about? And someone else would be like, yeah, yeah, I'll take, I'll take one for the. Matter of fact, give me two. And he's like, oh, okay. And he pours him two mixed drinks in those big giant red solo cups. And he walks directly past the security, right out the door into his car, sticks him in his dash, and drives home. And I was just like, what is going on here? And that that was their standard thing. That's how I used to get into the club, because when I met Shane, I was 21, but I had been going to the Toy Tiger for a couple years. So my trick was, God, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this. So I'd have a friend that was older. That guy, that drug dealer guy that I went out with, he would go in, get a drink, get the to-go cup, bring it out to the car, lick his hand because he got a stamp, and then while it was wet, he would put it on my hand, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And oh, then yeah. I would carry the to-go cup back in so it looked like I had a drink. So she had like a stamp and a drink. Right. So they're, like, so they're, they're not going to card her. me. Yeah. You know, that was one of the things. Brilliant. But, yeah. And then, Brilliant. Then I ended up getting a fake ID, a real one, which yeah. is a felony. Yeah. And so that those are I my. I think tricks. you're in the clear, honey. I hope I, I'm in the clear I because I don't good. want someone yeah. to come by yeah. and arrest me for these bad things. So that's something I don't know if we discussed that when we met. I was 19. Mm. And, I was 21. And um, so and I'd been playing in bars since I was 14, and I started playing guitar when I was 16, and so there's bars I was in for five years before I was ever. I still, at this point, wasn't old enough to be in the bar. Yeah, I remember that. You weren't old. Yeah, maybe that's why you got the Coke. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah. I actually never even thought, thought about it because they, they never carded me. They didn't yeah. know my age. They would have gave me whatever but I wanted. But you didn't drink that much. This is a couple no. of things I l- really liked about Shane, you know, I, that he got a Coke. I thought that was really cool because I was used to this drug addict guy you know, as my first boyfriend. So he got a Coke and I thought that was sweet. And then with all those girls that he, you know, he told me he did all those things with, I thought that him being honest was also this good quality. I was like, wow, I like that. That he told me all the the things that he did. And, you know, so those were the qualities I liked in you instantly because that was the first, like, what hour that I knew you. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. That was a pretty crazy hour. I guess like most girls (laughs) probably would never hang with somebody that would... You know, like most of the guys I knew, you know, the guys in a band or other guys in other bands, or I guess everybody I knew was in a band, but um, they would kind of not really tell the truth. They would just always like, oh, no, I don't know that person. I'm thinking, you know, I know these people. I know who they are, you know, and so they would, and they're like, no, 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 I would never do that. And they were just always. Or they try to avoid that girl. They're like, oh, I've been with that girl. Shoop, and they All right. dash They'd off. They'd be running, yeah. you know, and I would say hello and everything, you know, and I mean, if. I had invited someone from another city or another evening or whatever, you know, I probably would have handled things differently. You know, I would have been, I would have felt weird, but you know, at that point, Maria was my absolute priority. And I know that all I said was hi. Yeah. We were just hanging out. And the fact that I wasn't going to probably talk to her because I kind of thought she was out of my league. So 
So she, by the fact that she actually walked up and said hello, I was like, oh, cool. But I was already on a mission. I wouldn't, I needed to go take my after gig shower and, and, um, go, you know, I, I was pretty lame, I guess, as far as partying goes. I, that wasn't really my thing. I wasn't into it. I just thought that, you know, I was going to, so many people I saw do that and just ended up, you know, in bad spots. And So you were a serious musician. And so you were I taking was. Yeah. I still am. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't think, you know, I went through a period where I was right. a little screwed up. But, you know, hopefully we'll be talking on this podcast and long enough we'll talk about all that <laughs> stuff too. But um, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm back to that same back the way I was whenever we first met. I'm not into to partying and stuff like that. And, and I don't have any problems with people to do. Personally, that's just not my bag. It's mm-hmm. not my thing. Mm-hmm. So after we met, we um, she, she invited me to her house, which is, uh, you know, I, I played the town a few times. I think, I think the way it went, I'm not really positive. We're not going to be directly, you know, we're not going to be... Uh, tested on this and checked to see if our facts are exactly correct, but they're pretty close. I was, um, first time I went to her house, which was actually her father's house, she invited me back there. I think she thought, well, it's it's pretty safe here. He usually goes to the boat or something. Well, he was spending that, I knew he was spending the night on our boat. We had a boat, which, by the way, was docked in the same marina as the owners of the Toy Tiger, which my parents always hated that I liked to go to the Toy Tiger. So they so, probably knew that those people. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. They even knew the guy at the Toy Tiger that did the hot legs and the wet T-shirt and the banana eating contest. Oh, yeah. yeah Jack. Was, yeah. Yeah, Jack, yeah. yeah. That was on the yeah. other side. That wasn't on the band yeah. side. The Toy Tiger actually had three, it was like three clubs in one. It had like a... A, disco, a game area, disco, oh, yeah. and then it had a rock and roll bar. It was huge. It was giant. Yeah, it yeah. was a cool club. So um, I thought, oh, my dad's going to be on the boat, spending on the boat, and my sister was supposed to have a yard sale the next day. But my sister does not wake up early. Day after the band plays, Maria says, "Hey, we can go to my dad's house. No one's going to be there. He's going to go to the boat. So that's what we do. We go to her dad's house. It's like this really." You know, it's a, it's a, it's what I initially thought as soon as I saw Marie. It's a very nice neighborhood. It's a very nice house, very nice area. Everything about it is, is you know, it's definitely a lot nicer than anything I grew up in. A lot of lawyers, doctors, uh, those are the kind of people that lived in this neighborhood. Very conservative neighborhood, again. Yes. All this conservative stuff. Her father ran a radio station um, and, you know... Wore a tie every day. He's that kind of guy, you know. The, tying a suit. Yes, tying a suit. Just, you know, the slicked over hair and all <laughs> that stuff. But um, the first time I met him, which, you know, he's pretty much going to go bad regardless just because, you know, he doesn't, nobody wants their daughter to date anyone. Especially let, someone with guy liner and yeah, lipstick let alone on, someone right? like me. <laughs> you know, I'm like, like a, you know, a conservative man's nightmare. And um, so... What happened was she invited me to the house. He was supposed to go to the boat. He was spending the night on the boat. So I said, come back come back to my dad's house and we'll make breakfast or dinner or whatever. And the club didn't close till four. Right. So we got there probably five and made breakfast and then probably slept for a little bit. And we're like, we better get out of here before my sister's yard sale starts. Mm-hmm. And so we walked down the stairs and opened the back door to go to my car. Trying to get out of there quickly before anyone shows up. Right. And then we open up the gate, 
mm-hmm. to the driveway where the garage was. And that's how I met Bob the very first time. The yard sale was going on. It was already happening. There were people from the neighborhood there. There was a small crowd. And, you know, I'm there. It's the only time my sister's ever woken up. Early. Right, right. The only time she was ever on schedule. <laughs> right. Right. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Matter of fact, your father could have done started the yard sale or garage sale without her. I don't remember if she was there or he not. He didn't even need to be there, really, yeah. to be honest. He didn't need to be there. So it just was happenstance yeah. that we literally bumped into him. So he probably, well. He and pro- Shane did not have, Shane had his shirt you had some wild shirt on. It was completely undone. And you had these colorful jams on and probably flip-flops with pink painted toenails. That sounds right. And hair that had been up the six inches high with the hairspray, but kind of flopping down because it's the next morning and smeared makeup on his face. That sounds about right. Yeah, smeared mm-hmm. makeup, giant mm-hmm. hair. Yeah. Uh, open shirt, um, like. Possible jewelry, painted fingernails and toenails. Yeah, so it's that's not the kind of guy that my dad wanted me to date. Yeah, and since we were coming, he was on the outside of his house, and I was coming from the inside of his house with mm. his daughter mm. in front of the entire neighborhood. Really, it's like six in the morning, yeah, or something I, or seven. No, no. It was it early, was probably eight or nine in the morning. Mm, I don't know because I mean he started a, a yard, so you don't start a yard till six in the morning. Okay. At 6 in the morning, we were probably just finishing our pancakes. Okay. You know what I mean? So to get, to get this straight, it was probably, you know, I mean, maybe 7.30. Okay. It was early, though. It was early. I, I try to block this from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> and as it goes, that's, it's pretty rough. The next time I'm in town, um, since that Wait, was... Wait, you didn't say. What did my dad do? Well, he just didn't greet me very warmly. Okay. It wasn't terrible. Did you go, hi, I'm Shane? Not yet. Oh, you didn't even say hi? I, well, I said hello. You know, I just, Did he say hi back? I don't recall that he said anything. I think I reached my hand out to shake his hand. And he didn't shake and it, And said did hello, he? my name's you know, Shane or whatever I said. And he just kind of looked at me and then kind of looked back out to the people in the driveway and looked back at me and looked at you with this very disappointed look. And then we just kind of like, okay, well, we got to go. And we bolted out of there. (laughs) We didn't bolt out of there too quick because I was, we were in your Datsun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So she had this blue Datsun B210. Now, this did not make sense to me at all. This was a super nice, beautiful house, nice neighborhood. Obviously, money wasn't like a real issue. I'm sure he wanted to teach you, you know. He's frugal. Yeah, well. He bought her the most piece of crap car. Oh, you should have seen the one before that. Me and my sister shared a Chevette, and you would have to go in turning left. You could almost, you're like, come on, go, go, go. The car stalled. Floored. No, you floored. It would go like five miles an hour. So turning left on a busy road, you were like, oh, please. Okay, so this was apparently the second hunk of crap car (laughs) that he bought her. And, I mean, it was was a joke, literally. I mean. It was always overheating, and that was the main issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and the windshield wipers didn't work. And in Kentucky, it rains a lot. So I was reaching my arm out the window to manually move them so I could see. I think maybe that was his idea of keeping them close. I don't, I'm trying to figure out as a, as, a, as a father, where does buying your daughter a super dangerous... He was teaching us a lesson. ...heap of crap that's like, you know, 
possibly like a death trap. <laughs> I know there's even a hole in the bottom of the floorboard. Yeah. I mean, come on. How does I that I could work? see the ground. Yeah. Like Flintstones. <laughs> Meet the Flintstones. Yeah. That was actually the, that's where you threw your beer. Actually, you didn't have to throw a beer because you were allowed to drive with it. You throw your drugs when you get pulled over. You just um, throw them out that hole, mm. hole, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Okay. So there it is. First time I meet Bob. Um, is at the yard sale. And so, you know, the band goes out of town. We play a few more gigs for another month or so. And then we come back. And then I'm like, hey, let's go to the boat and yeah. spend the night because my dad's at home. Yeah, he's not going <laughs> to go to the boat till this day. And so it's like, okay, so we got this down now. It's a houseboat. So it sleeps like 10. It's a nice houseboat. It was cool. Yeah. yeah. Again, I was like, wow, Park. this is super nice. Parked we in Limestone Marina. Barely made yes. it there in the... B210 Dotson. <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> I know no different, so. Yeah, we get there. It's a, you know, and it's like, okay, well, we're here for a while because the car probably won't start for another five hours. And um, we get there and, you know, we hang out. And again, you know, I played till four in the morning. So, I mean, it could be five-ish if we, like, immediately took off. And... Not long after that, I mean, I remember finally just sailing off to sleep a little bit and being comfortable, and I could feel the boat moving in a way that... When you step on it, how it rocks you only back know, yes. and forth, and then you hear little footsteps, and you're it like, wasn't the river. <laughs> Right, you're like, yeah, because it's in a marina, so it's very calm. So you're like, oh, no. Now, I've tried to block this out of my memory, too, so I really don't remember this, but... <laughs> So, so we're like, oh, no. And so we grab everything that we brought, whatever that is. You know, I usually had a briefcase and some stuff with me. And your Aquanet. No, I didn't travel with that. That was <laughs> I left that at the club. I didn't need to travel with that. My hair still stuck up was that your, Was that in your makeup kit? Did you have a makeup kit? No. Okay. No. Just no. trying to call you out on some stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. I do remember your briefcase. He looked very professional. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> I, I booked my own band before getting in this band. I did all the booking and everything for the previous band. So I still had my, my I was used to, I had, you know, it was nice having a briefcase. You, had a, yep. you could write down lyrics if you're writing a song. You can, you're just fully organized. So I always had my briefcase with me and my calculator to figure out how much money I had. And but that didn't fool my dad. Yeah. <laughs> but then a briefcase may have had a bungee cord holding it together. I'm not sure at some point. <laughs> Yeah, it did. But, yeah, so we're running out. So now it's, you know, I'm trying to get out of the inside of the boat and make it to the outside of the boat before he gets There's no inside way. and meets us inside. There's no way. And so, again, a very unfortunate, awkward meeting. And, of course, I know his name's Bob by now. And I'm like, hey, Bob, uh, good to see you again. <laughs> Got to stop running into you like this because, you know, I'm the ultimate smart ass. And um, he probably didn't even smile. I literally don't remember he any didn't. of this. He didn't even smile. Mm -hmm. I think he, I read, I stuck my hand out again. I think he gave me like a really limp. Ooh, that's not good. Handshake. And I was like, uh oh, that's not good. This guy really hates me. And, um, you know, I, I ended up getting kicked out of the house because they didn't like that I was dating Shane. Right, right. That's true. And so, um, so now they have a, collegiate student you know that has a b210 bomber <laughs> of a car she goes to college every morning she still stays in the professional ballet every night 
or every afternoon to every evening. And um, they've thrown her out of the house. So she has no place to, basically they're thinking she'll get rid of this kid. She's going to get rid of this guy because, you know, she, she has her priorities. She has her school and her ballet and, you know, and so she's not going to mess around with him anymore because we're telling her, you know, if you're going to keep hanging out with him, you got, you got to find some other place to sleep. So. I ended up sleeping over at my grandmother's house, my dad's mom and dad, and it was closer to school. I kind of was over there anyway, so I just, you know, wasn't allowed to sleep at dad's house. I had a little story. You told her that you'd met some guy. Oh, yeah. I was so excited when I met Shane. This was the first, like, time when he came in town. I was like, oh, nanny, I met this guy I really like. And she was so excited. I remember jumping up and down with me. Oh. What's his name? I go, I don't know. I think it's Sean. <laughs> I'd never I'd never heard the name Shane before and I remember it being different and I liked it. You know. She didn't remember it. But I didn't remember it. <laughs> I didn't remember. I'm like, it's Sean. And you know, I'm sure as soon as she met you, she was like, Oh Right. Right? They were nicer than your dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. They they were okay. Mm-hmm. You know. Or maybe it was the other grandparents. I don't remember. I try to block these things out because I've it's, met it's traumatizing to me to rem- to like you know you always want your parents to accept um, who you are for one and who you you know want to be with and who you love. Yeah. That means they didn't know they judged you on a look, and oh, yeah. they never got to know you. And I would say, but Shane's so much like you, Dad. I'm sure that was like total insult to them. So I'd met everyone in her family separately. Um, I believe her parents were divorced by that point, right? Yes. Yeah. So um, at one point we go back to her father's house. So I don't know if he's at the boat or if it was during the day when he was at the office. I think it was. Probably. We would sneak in when we knew it was. Yeah, you know, try to raid the, the refrigerator office. and get some food and do all that kind of stuff. Maybe take a nap. <laughs> and um, so um, Maria notices that the, the light on the old-fashioned answering machine is flashing red. And the way those worked, if... Uh, for people that don't even know what I'm talking about, there, there'd be a cassette answering machine that, you know, you'd set it for two or three rings, and if you didn't pick it up, it'd say, sorry, no one's home, just leave a message. Beep. But if you were in the other part of the house, maybe, and didn't hear the first two or three rings and picked it up bef- after it had started doing the, uh, sorry, nobody's home, it would record the entire conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got. So I, I pushed, and we heard my mom and dad talking about Shane. Oh, yeah. And it was long. And I keep saying, that was a 45-minute conversation. And mm-hmm. Shane's like, it was not 45 minutes, but it felt like 45 minutes to me because I kept going, let's turn this off. Yeah, she kept trying to turn it <laughs> off. And I'm like, no. No, 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 I really, let's turn this off because it was not good. I thought, well, I need to hear where I stand with these people so I know how to act around them or I know... You know, because at this point, you know, I, I already know I'm, I'm in love with her daughter. I don't know if you knew that. Well, no, I yeah. did not know that. But that was, aww. We didn't, we didn't talk about that stuff back then. Things yeah. were just, you know, whatever. Well, but, no, we were new, so we hadn't said that yet. But still, even... I didn't. No, no, we certainly didn't say that yet. But even just relationships where, you know, people didn't talk. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, it's just... We didn't express it's just because we were young. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but so yeah, I, I you know, what I. What were they saying? Oh my God! Did you see what she drug home this time? What kind of circus freak is that? And they're blah 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 blah. So yeah, I was labeled the circus freak. 
And I was like, wow, I've never been called a circus freak. That's a new one. Next time, for nursing school, I said, Shane, why don't you come to um, class with me? It's the first day. Nobody will know that you don't go there. Right. Just and come the first day. So he did. I did pink toenail polish and mm-hmm. black fingernail polish and eyeliner and explosive hair. Probably no shirt. Probably. Even though it was winter. Um, that's just kind of my MO at the time. And, you know, Bellarmine's this Catholic um, college where mm, most of the teachers are priests or nuns. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up on our socials. Allaboutyou.podcast is our Instagram and YouTube, and allaboutyou.com is our website. Till next time, take care. Bye. Bye.